Life by Divine with Sue Tomei fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is Global Impact Visionary Leader Sue Demay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue Demay. Welcome to the show. I'm excited you are joining me today. I'm I'm really thrilled actually that the guidance came in yesterday to talk about how to embody our heart. Yes, it's it's. I have a lot of favorite topics, but it is one of my favorite topics. And I found that most of my life, and I was programmed to to focus on the nose, to focus on what wasn't working, what was wrong, and it really left kind of a heavy feeling for me emotionally and mentally. It just kept me in a, in such a space of struggle. And I see it a lot with a lot of other people focusing on the nose in life versus focusing on the yes. So today, what we're going to do is explore how you can shift your energy and your awareness away from the energy of no and really begin to embody the energy of yes. Those two experiences, like they're, they're, they seem to be just words but the energy behind the words, the potential behind the words is they're extraordinarily different, extraordinarily different. The energy of no is a lot of times very stuck feeling and heavy and hard. And then the energy of yes is very expansive. It has a lot of potential. The, the challenge is there's a difference between kind of saying no in life, you know, to things that we're not meant to do. I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. And when we actually are meant to say yes to things, there's a force or an energy, the divinity that kind of comes from deep within that supports us in moving into that yes, embodying it. And as we say yes to life and the, and the taking the path that we're meant to take, there's extraordinary things that happen. Miracles show up on our path. Synchronicity happens with, you know, different meetings, different people coming into our life at precisely the, the divine time. And it's like the universe shows up and conspires to work with us to bring to life what it is that we're meant to give birth. Now, the challenge a lot of people have is around the know. So let's get into the know a little bit. We're going to kind of dissect a little bit, get in underneath it, get behind it. There's a lot of programming that happens for us around no. The idea of saying no is uncomfortable for a lot of people. And at the same time, the we are focused on the no in our lives. So every time we're actually looking at what's not happening, we're looking at the doors that are closing. And I, I see a lot of people doing it. They're They're literally looking at the door and like, no... And wondering why it's closing. Meanwhile, there's all these other doors opening or there's this other one swinging wide open, but they're not looking in that direction. They're staring at the no and they're asking why. Now, this show is called Life by Divine for a reason. It's about shifting from living life by default, which is kind of living asleep at the wheel. This is where we focus a lot on the no, 
we focus on the no within our own lives. We focus on the no as a collective. We focus on the no in society and our cultures. We look at what's wrong, what's going wrong, what seems to be wrong. There's a lot of judgment in that. And life by default becomes very challenging because we are, we are living like life is kind of happening to us and we're, and it's out of our control. And, and we feel a lot of times like a victim in that place. Life by design is when we shift out of that victim mentality and we start to realize that we're actually having a lot more of an impact on our lives and that our thoughts and our beliefs and the way we live our lives actually influence how our experience of life unfolds and how the path in front of us unfolds. So not only do we have a different experience and we are able to react we don't react as much. We respond to life a little bit more. We start to shift from head to heart and feel like we have a bit more control. There's a real balance between the yes and the no energy. Sometimes we're focusing on the no when we're in alignment with the ego, which is our teacher of fear. We're focusing on the no. When we're in alignment with spirit or teacher of love, then we're in alignment with the yes energy. The challenges in life by design is that we are still thinking that we have more control than we do. And we are still thinking that we know what's best. We, as in the little me, the little us, the lower self, another way to say it, or the ego self, the, the us as a human being with that limited perspective and and not bringing in our divinity. So when we're operating from that place of life by design, but we still don't have our, we're not still embodying yet our divinity, then we're still limited what we can create, what we can manifest, what we can align with in our lives. In that, there is a lot of struggle that can happen, especially when we think that we should be able to manifest something or we think that we should be able to make something happen and it's not happening. So then we start to doubt, we start to question and we start to focus on the no energy. In every moment, we are saying yes or no to something. And saying no is powerful and saying yes is powerful too. The beautiful thing that I want you to hear and know and understand as much as you can today is that a lot of times when we say no, we are saying yes to something else. So not only do we, can we really stand in the certainty and the power of saying no, but we know and understand that saying no is saying yes to something else. We're saying yes to what we're meant to be doing. We're saying yes to what's really on our heart's path. We're saying yes to fulfill our soul's script. We're saying yes to honor the divinity within us. We're saying yes to take the step that's in front of us that we know is, is in service to everyone, everywhere, including the planet. So there's a big shift that needs to happen. In our minds, there's a big shift that needs to happen in our bodies, in our soul, in our energy. And I want to dive into that today and kind of explore and see what comes in to support you today, to embody your heart, yes. 
let's look at the no for a minute. There's saying no in the way of if someone comes to you and says, oh, can you, can you do this for me? Can you, can you take care of this? Can you do this job for me? Can you volunteer for this position? When we look at what we're meant to be doing in life, when we're living life by divine, the guidance comes from within or from that higher source, from our soul, from our spirit, from God, from the universe. The divinity is guiding us and leading us. And when we actually tune in and ask our hearts if it's a yes or no, we're actually in service to the highest good of all, including us. We're included in this. When we make the decision from our head and we say yes or no, that limits the perspective, that limits us because it's filtered through what we believe is possible for us, what we believe is possible for others. It's filtered through our own fears, our own programmed mind, our own limitations, other people's limitations, the beliefs we have about other people's limitations and about our own self as well. It's, it's so, it's filtered through so much. It, isn't pure. It's not a pure decision that comes from the heart because it has too many filters. The encouraging thing, when we take our heart and let the answer come from that space, when we take what is in our heart as our truth, we are in service to everyone. That's the guidance coming through that actually comes from the perspective, the global perspective that's operating on everyone's behalf and it's orchestrating on behalf of everyone. And it ends up being a gift for everyone. Now, before your ego mind goes crazy and, and starts to judge you or make you wrong for all the times that you didn't follow your heart and you made decisions based on what you thought would be best for everyone, that's okay too. The beautiful thing about living life by divine is the divine guides us and leads us and directs us. We have this inner spirit that whispers to us and guides us and leads us to the yeses. It leads us to the noes and it allows us to process anything that gets in the way of honoring the yes and no that's coming from the heart. It's always operating on everyone's behalf. And at the same time, it recognizes that we have our own personal will, our own human will. Now, our spiritual will, or our soul's will, or God's will, universal will, is operating on everyone's behalf. And there's times where our personal will is in alignment with that. And it feels really good. And then there's time when our personal will is not in alignment with that. And we need to evaluate that and stop and, and check in. So a check-in point would be at the point of decision, at the choice point. So if someone's asking you, can you volunteer for this position? Can you volunteer and help out in this way? Or can you do this for me? When we stop and tune in, we actually can get the answer from our heart. Now a heart no generally feels like a constriction or a tightness or a heaviness or, a, or kind of like a, a denser feeling or it kind of brings you down and maybe back a little bit with your physical body 
it's usually a physical experience in the heart center. Not always. Some people have kind of a truth center somewhere else in the body. And it gives you a feeling and a sense and a knowing. That's something I do with my clients as an intuitive healer. I, I often tune in with them and I can actually feel exactly what their heart yes and their heart no feels like because it shows up in the body as if it was mine. And then I can describe it to them and then they can tune into it. So those that are more disconnected from their bodies or that, or they're afraid to feel the feelings around it, I can help them feel that as an empath. So when you tune into the no, generally that's how it feels if I'm kind of making a generalization for a lot of people. Again, it can sound and feel and experience, be experienced differently for different people. So be open to exploring it for you. As you feel into a heart, know, and you have that experience, then you can actually then feel into the heart, yes, and have the experience of the contrast. And the contrast is usually a feeling of expansion or lightness, or there's a calm or peace around it. It can feel like a lift or a smile inside. There can be a little bit of a bubbling anticipation and that heart yes is often a direction towards something. So sometimes the physical body most often will move you forward and up, up and forward. Those are the physical experiences of a heart yes and a heart no. When you have a decision to make, if you stop and pause and tune in and ask your body, is it a yes or no? You'll get an answer. And the more you practice, the more the answer will come to you more clearly and the more you'll be able to discern even the subtleness of the yes and no. Because sometimes it's a really clear yes and sometimes it's a really clear no and other times it's more subtle. Now, standing at that choice point, if you feel that it's a hard yes but you're afraid and you say no instead or if you feel it's a hard no and you say yes, out of people pleasing or accommodating or feeling guilt and obligation, that's okay. Forgive yourself. Let it go. The beautiful thing about life by divine is that spirit will redirect and recalculate your route like a GPS, the same way a GPS does. If you're driving along the road and it says to turn right and you miss your right turn and you keep going straight, the GPS is recalculating and it recalculates the route and then guides you back to get back on your path. Same thing happens with the heart. Spirit will redirect you to the experiences you need and to the unwinding you need to get back on track. Now it might end up being a little bit longer of a detour. That's okay. There's lessons learned on that detour. There's no wrong turns. It might be a little bit more of a bumpy ride. That's okay. There's some powerful lessons in the bumpy ride. It might be a really intense lesson. That's okay. There is no wrong way to learn a lesson. The reason I'm telling you this is I, I, I would love for you to just recognize that you didn't follow your heart and forgive yourself in that moment, as opposed to adding judgment and beating yourself up and then feeling worse. Nothing blocks your intuition more than your own self-judgment and your own blocks to the guidance and your own blocks to love and your own fear. When we can clear the path, when we can open up those channels, we become a clear channel for 
the guidance that comes through us operating on behalf of everybody. That's really what we all want is to remove all our blocks to love, to answer the deepest calling in our heart and to follow the heart yeses. When you say, when, let's say again, we'll go back here a little bit. Let's say someone to, is, is asking you to do something and you, you don't really want to do it, but you feel like you should, or you're afraid to say no. It's hard for you to say no. There's an element of people pleasing that comes in there, guilt and obligation. Knowing that you're making a choice out of fear is knowing that you're not actually being of service to everyone. Although it's, again, it's not a wrong decision. Sometimes we have to learn those powerful lessons. Those icky, ucky, powerful lessons. Yeah, had had my share of those. I still have them every once in a while, not as much as before. And I've, I've learned from those experiences that I'd rather do it an easier way. I'd rather learn my lessons knowing that there's a bigger purpose playing out for everyone, not just me. So I make a conscious choice to follow my heart yeses in every moment as, as much as I possibly can. Fear will sometimes block us from feeling the heart yes and the heart no. So if you're afraid of what the answer is, you may block the answer. It may feel skewed. It might be confusing. It might be one moment it feels like yes, one moment it feels like a no. You kind of jump back and forth. In those times, it's helpful to join with someone, an intuitive or someone who's able to tap in with you, tune into your intuition and kind of join with you from that level, not from a level of what they think you should do, but again, from an intuitive level joining. And that's a lot what we do in our heart-led living community. We actually join for each other and come into community. Some people even post just on Facebook. I have this decision to make. Can you all tune in with me? And quite often everybody's kind of getting the same guidance and then it helps become, it becomes confirmation and affirms the guidance for the individual who's asking. So it's not a sign of weakness to ask. It's actually a sign of strength because your commitment to following your guidance is stronger than the fear of being judged or getting it wrong. I even actually join with others, particularly if it's a decision that I have fear around or if I'm not clear about the answer, if I'm kind of dancing around it myself, I'll join with somebody else. I'll join with other one of my coaches, one of my healers that I've trained or on my team. I, I work with other coaches as well. I have my own coach that I work with as well. And when I join with others, it actually is affirming for me. And it builds that muscle, that intuitive muscle. It actually strengthens your ability to tune in and trust your own intuition and to trust your heart to lead you. When we say no, there's a few things I'm going to give you, some tools I want to give you around saying no. When we say no to something that we're not meant to be doing, we're not meant to help with, what we're doing is giving someone else the opportunity to say yes. If you say no, then you're letting, you're creating space for someone else, the person who's meant to say yes. You're creating space for them to step up and say yes. That's the beautiful thing. The challenge is in saying no. So take a moment and reflect on how easy is it for you to say no. I remember when I, uh, someone first asked me that question, I'm like, oh, I have a hard time saying no, I would accommodate, I would, I was a people pleaser, 
chronic people pleaser. And it was painful, actually. I ended up doing a lot of things that I just really didn't feed my soul, didn't make me feel good. And it, it, it really was hard when I said yes, when I was meant to say no. So I started to learn how to say no. And some of the tools I gained, I'm going to share with you because they really, really helped me shift. When we're, when we feel a no in our heart and we know it's a no, but we feel like we should say yes, or, or we're obligated to say yes, or we don't want to disappoint, or we don't want to let people down. What are they going to think? All those kinds of things is all fear-based stuff. So when you soften around the energy of fear and let the fear rise up, take that breath and just kind of breathe into the fear to let it expand and shift because it's just a contraction of the dense energy. When you can soften around it, you can actually free yourself from it. And sometimes moving through it is what you need to actually free yourself from it and kind of break those patterns of people-pleasing. The invitation is to say no without an excuse. So just say no. Ways you can say that. So here's some words you can use. That doesn't work for me. No, that doesn't work for me. I'm not available. Um, No, I'm not available. No, that doesn't work for me. No, no, it's a no. Just that. Don't say anything else. The tendency, especially people pleasers, is to say no and to give an excuse. Um, no, sorry, I can't do that. I have to pick up my daughter. And the moment you give an excuse, you actually open up and invite them to give you a solution of why. Oh, well, can't your husband pick up your daughter? You, then you could come and, and it would be great. And so as soon as you give an excuse, you're actually opening up a way for them to convince you to change your mind or to come up with a solution so that you can say yes. So the next time you know you're meant to say no, just say no without any excuse. And trust me, it's going to be challenging at first for those of you that are chronic, chronic people, people pleasers. If you say no, that doesn't work for me then there's nothing else to discuss. And they might say, how about this? And like, no, that doesn't work for me. No, how about this? And that? Nope, that doesn't work for me. I'm not available. That is a gift. I want you to see it as a gift. And it will feel hard and you'll have to bite your tongue. I I almost want you to like put your hand over your mouth, like one of the three monkeys and just hold back. Like, don't do it. No matter how bad you want to add Another sentence that gives that, gives that excuse of why you can't do it or why you're not available. Just don't, don't do it. Even if there is a legitimate reason, even if there's like, it's impossible, you're on an airplane and you, you would never be able to do it. Don't say it. Just say, nope, that doesn't work for me. And then cover your mouth, <laughs> close your mouth, bite your tongue, stop talking. That's my challenge to you. The other piece, if you're uncomfortable with saying no in the moment because you feel pressure, then say, let me check my calendar and I'll get back to you. Or let me talk to my husband and see what's happening on the weekend and I'll get back to you. Buy yourself some time. So number one is say no without an excuse. Number two is buy yourself some time. Let me get back to you in an hour. Let me email you later. In person or by phone when you're talking feels a bit more pressure than by email. So you can buy yourself some time and then change the mode of communication. Let me text you later or let me email you. And then you have that little buffer 
that allows you to really kind of stand in the no and honor the energy of no. And that's, that's like one of the best things that, that you can do. It sounds really simple and it's not easy, but I'm going to encourage you to do it because it's really, really important. There's a bigger picture playing out here. Again, remembering that each time you say no, not only are you giving someone else the opportunity to say yes, they're meant to do it. You are also then turning and saying yes to something else. So every time you say no, there's an invitation for a yes for you. Every no equals a yes. So buy yourself some time, no excuses, no reasons, just say no and leave it at that. When we honor the no, in that moment when you're honoring the no, just imagine yourself, instead of sitting there with the guilt and let it, you know, you can let the guilt rise, but don't sit and sit and stew in it. Don't sit and dwell in it. We often do that. I'm going to invite you to turn, turn toward another direction. You might even be standing and you can physically turn, turn your body and ask yourself, what am I, by saying no to this, what am I saying yes to? By saying no to this, by honoring the heart, no, what am I really saying yes to? And quite often when we say no to things that aren't meant to be on our path, it creates space for something different. So we don't always see what the yes is, but the invitation is to turn toward the yes and be open and curious about what the yes is. So a lot of clients that have chronic people pleasing that I, that I work with, they will often find saying no to something is actually saying yes to their self-care. It's saying yes to time for them to fill their heart and renew and rejuvenate their own energy. When you say yes to all of these things that you're not meant to, it becomes very draining and it's actually not serving anyone because you're giving and giving and giving and giving until you feel empty and depleted. Most times people have to hit a wall and then they rest and try and rejuvenate or, or lift their energy back up or fill their heart back up, but they never really do it fully. So ideally, and one of the principles I talked about in, in my one book, Heart Led Living, was fill your heart first. So the ability to fill your heart first and give from the overflow is not only a gift for you, but it's a gift for others because that's the only way, the only sustainable way to be of service in the world. The only sustainable way to be in relationship with others. It's the only sustainable way to, to do your hard work in this world. And if we all did that, we would actually all have enough energy to support each other and support ourselves. So saying no is actually saying yes. And each time you say no to something, turn and face the other direction and see what you're saying yes to. Be curious, be open. You might be surprised. I've met a lot of people that have left their jobs, especially right now. There's a, there's like a mass shift going on, a mass exodus and 
people leaving the cities, going to the country, people leaving the countries, going to other countries. There's some big changes happening. A lot of people leaving their jobs. There's a lot of people leaving their marriages and relationships that are no longer serving and, and that have been maximized and, and there's no longer uh, an opportunity for growth and expansion in the relationship. I talk about that a lot in my new book as well. In my book, Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong, a 30-day guide to navigate life when the shift hits the fan. One of the chapters is when our relationships, all our relationships will either evolve or dissolve. I talk about the yes and no, saying saying no is actually saying yes. I talk about embodying the heart yes. This is a 30-day journey from like judgment and programming that we have in our minds to embodying our heart yes and answering the, 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 the call of our heart, the deepest call of our heart. And it's an experience of separation and judgment and programming to the experience of oneness and how we can embody that within ourselves, how we can stand up within ourselves and then also stand up united together as humanity and on this planet. So it involves understanding what a heart yes is. So I'd like to, in a few minutes, we're going to take a break, but what I'd like to do is shift from the no energy, understanding the no to what is a heart? Yes. What does a heart? Yes. Feel like, what does it look like? What's the potential behind it? Why do we need to follow the heart? Yes. And, and kind of bringing it, bringing it into a level of understanding that everybody will be able to invite and integrate into their life. The challenge with the, the understanding of the heart, no, and the heart. Yes is the head gets in the way. And often with the head, it's, you can go back and forth with a yes and no, you can go back and forth and write a pros and cons list until the cows come home and never be fully clear about your decision. Still always having that little like opening of doubt and the shadow of doubt kind of creeping in all the time. When you Use the process of actually really letting the heart lead you and letting your heart, yes, guide you. Then you actually take out the element of doubt and you take away that point of weakness for the ego mind because the ego mind wants us to stay stuck. It wants us to focus on the no. It wants us to stay in resistance. It wants us to stay in resistance to what is. It wants us to judge what is. It wants us to feel like life is not enough, that we're not doing enough. The ego wants to keep us stuck because it thrives there. It thrives in fear. That, that's, it's, it's, that's the teacher of fear. And the ego mind is relentless and the ego evolves and shifts. It's a shift changer. It can actually even disguise itself and use the language of love itself. It can use the language of spirituality to convince us that we're doing it wrong or we're not doing enough, or we should really say yes, we should really help them out. It's it's the kind thing to do. The whole idea of being of selfless service is is actually, it's a crock actually. <laughs> I don't believe in it at all. It's not sustainable. It comes at a self-sacrifice and it's, it's not being of service. We can't be of service to others and sacrifice ourselves. That's not how it works. And it, it actually does more harm 
in the long run because we we can't possibly be of service in a, in a way when we're already depleted or when we're depleting ourselves over and over again. So there is a way for self-fulfilled service to be of self-fulfilled service in the world. And in that, we can honor ourselves and honor others at the same time. That what we're saying yes to is the heart. Yes, what we're saying yes to is honoring what we're meant to do, what what's meant to be on our path, and really making sure that our decisions are heart-based, not head-based decisions. So that's really essential. Now, before we take a break and go into the other piece, I'm just going to check and see something here. So I I would love to be able to take you through a process and give you a feeling, a felt experience of the heart yes and the heart no. And in my experience, when people have that felt energy or that that's that kind of signal from the physical body we it's easier to use the kinesthetic experience of our yes and no than it is to think about well what does a yes or no feel like it's kind of a heady experience so it it kind of catches people to go they kind of bounce back and forth between the head and heart in this sense as well i might skip the break today we'll just see where we go i might just jump right in here so let's take a moment and have you close your eyes. Let's dive into this yes and no and feel how it is. Close your eyes and as you're breathing, bring your awareness down into your heart center. So the center of your chest, your sternum, you know, the physical heart is on the left, but I'm just talking about the whole center, energy center in your chest. It's called your heart center. You can place your hand on your physical heart. If that's where you want to connect, that's okay too. Again, there's no right or wrong way. Trust your intuition and kind of go where you feel guided. As you're there and breathing, we're going to invite the body to give you an experience of neutrality. The neutrality is that space between the yes and no. Now I'm going to work with the energies. I'm going to invite the energies to come in as well. And I'm going to invite some energies to come in and ignite or magnify the messages that your body is sending you so that you can have a, a deeper or more profound experience of it in this moment. So as you're there, I'm going to invite you to experience the heart no. So you can ask your body, show me a heart no, show me a no, and just let your body show the experience of no, being curious about any physical sensations, any shift in your face, in your body, sometimes it can show up in the jaw too, and just feel that experience of no. I'm going to invite the energy just to intensify a little bit more for some of you. There you go. And if you're standing or even seated without support behind, you might even feel your body shift back a little bit. That's a common thing as well. The energy of the body moves back. The energy moves the body backwards a little bit. 
Okay, so take a deep breath, a cleansing breath. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Clear that that energy, and we're going to invite the neutrality to come back. So inviting the neutrality, that space between, right in the middle of the yes and no energy, right in between. And as we're there in that neutrality, we're going to invite the energy of yes. What does the energy of a heart yes feel like? And let the body show you. Bringing in the energy so that you can feel the obvious yes feeling. What does a yes feel like? Sometimes there's a deeper breath. The breath is a little easier. Sometimes there's an expansion. If you're standing or seated, you might feel your body move forward a little bit. And it does help to have your eyes closed or a soft gaze down so that your, your eyes aren't bringing your head into the, into the exercise as well. Okay, I'm just going to invite a little bit more energy to make it a little bit more obvious for some of you. A yes to receive that. Here we go. Beautiful. So notice, kind of making a little imprint. I'm going to take a little mental picture and record that experience on a kinesthetic level, on a, on a feeling level. Record that experience of the yes and notice the contrast of what the no was. I'm going to invite the energy of neutrality again. And take a big breath, cleansing, clearing, releasing it through the mouth, resetting. And you can keep your eyes closed if you want to keep continuing to listen from there, or you can open your eyes again. The experience of yes and no is is powerful, and you can practice this with little things like, you know, choosing what to eat for dinner, choosing, you know, to have a smoothie or to have a banana. Any little thing that you don't have attachment to the answer is a great way to practice Anything you have an attachment or fear around the answer will be more challenging. So I would encourage you to just find some easy things to, to work with the discernment around the yes and no. Another experience of yes or no is to be able to stand in a room and just say to the body, is, is the door closed? Because you know the answer to that question is yes or no. You know the door is closed or you know the door is open. And when you know the answer, you can actually feel the feeling in the body, have the experience of the heart yes or the heart no, and that truth coming through the body, and know in the mind at the same time that the, that's accurate. So you can actually discern what it is for you. Often I'll have clients stand up and have this exercise, so when they move forward, it's a yes, and usually the body moves back a little bit, it's a no. doesn't always happen that way, so it's helpful to ask the question that you already know the answer to. You already know the answer is yes or the answer is no so that you can actually discern for you. Because sometimes with there's usually one in every group at least that the yes is actually a backwards movement for them. So there's no one way to experience it. I just want want everybody to recognize that. It's about discerning it for you, for yourself. Now, that's the one piece is, is discerning yes or no for you. 
and joining with others is really essential. And and like I said, in our community, people will post on our private member page and say, Hey, I've got this coming up. What are you guys feeling? And then we all tune in for that person and help them affirm and confirm what they're feeling for their, for their guidance and then start to trust their intuition. And then we don't have to ask as much. Although there's times where, like I said, we're attached to the answer, we're afraid of the answer, then those are the greatest times to actually reach out and ask for support. The Now, shifting to embodying your heart yes. So why would you follow the heart yes? Why the heart yes versus the head yes? Because we're then operating on basically an energy and a wisdom that goes beyond the limitations of our physical mind goes beyond the limitations and the filters and the programming of our human mind. We're operating on behalf of everyone everywhere. And the guidance that comes through comes from a force that is beyond our physical form. It has a beautiful global perspective orchestrating everybody from above in a way that supports and brings everybody and the opportunity to align with love. When we honor the heart, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, since I started doing this work is really following my heart, yes. And leading from that place, my life has completely turned around, completely changed in such a powerful way. There's so many miracles that come and there's things on my path now that I never would have imagined possible for me. And dreams that have come true and dreams that are bigger than the dreams I even could have imagined in my own mind are coming to fruition in, in really miraculous ways. There's a beautiful collaboration that happens when we follow our heart. Yes. And the universe is like collaborating with us and providing all of, all of the support, all of the, the individuals that we're meant to meet, all of the resources, everything comes in such a powerful way. The path to the heart, yes, is not an easy path because we need to remove all of our own obstacles, all of our own programming, and clear all of our blocks to love in order to embody our heart, yes. The beautiful thing is you can begin with just saying yes in the morning. Just wake up in the morning. So every morning I wake up and I say yes. I say yes to everything that Spirit has in store for me today. I say yes to all the meetings, all the words, whatever I'm meant to say or share in whatever way I'm meant to share it. I just say yes. And there's times where I actually feel the no. And the contrast is usually in my third chakra. It's usually in my solar plexus right now. It's it's a lot less. I, I was working on it just before I wrote Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong. That was my resistance to that book coming through me. And the messages that came through me, a lot of the controversial kind of stuff coming through me, I, I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't want to speak those those things. And the contrast I felt was in my solar plexus. And it was like a big fist in that area and the ego holding on and going, no, don't make me do it. Please don't make me do it. And it ended up being, I had a lot of digestive issues and I've had that for about 10 years, but it got really bad for a period of time as that energy and that emotional like no was really, really strong. And a lot of light workers, a lot of people that are being asked to kind of shift gears and do things differently in the world and ha- and become more of a voice and outward voice 
are feeling that resistance. Really common. And what's happened is uh, in order to embody our heart, yes, we need to have that soul embodiment as well as embody our humanity. So honoring the fact that on a human level, we're resisting and on a human level, we're afraid. And on a human level, we have all of these experiences coming up and we have this resistance to things changing or shifting. That's okay. Forgive it. Soften it. Allow it. Make peace with it. Sit beside it. Sit down inside it. Really experience it at a level as, as much as you're able to on your own and, and ask for help. Reach out for help from an intuitive healer or a coach or, or another light worker or just anyone that you trust that can support you in moving through this resistance. It's not an easy layer and it's kind of like the last big, last big hold the ego has. And it's, it's got its heels dug in deep and strong. It's pulling in the other direction, really strongly resisting so much. And yet the calling in our heart to follow our heart, yes, to embody our heart, yes, is becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. Every moment that goes by, every moment it becomes stronger. And particularly right now, because the, the changes that are happening on a global scale, the energies are shifting, the energy of the planet is shifting, that calling, it has become non-negotiable. So the resistance is even stronger and more intense and more uncomfortable. And a lot of people are actually really getting like severe health issues that, that catch them really quickly. And within three to four months, if they don't let go, they're actually in really poor health and, or a lot of them, unfortunately, are, are their, their illnesses are taking them from this earth in very, very short time. The, the, the gift in saying yes to let go of the resistance to honor the no, but to let it go and just say yes each morning is we can bypass a little bit of the programming in our minds. We can bypass a little bit of the resistance. And as we say yes, that energy of yes expands and it allows the energy of no to begin to evolve. The key behind this is to honor the no and be open to what it has to teach you, but not get caught up and sit in it and feel stuck in it like you're in the muck. When you say yes in the morning, when you say yes, I'm yes, I'm willing to play my part. Yes, I'm willing to show up. Use me, use my hands, use my voice, use my body, use my, use me as an instrument here on this earth. Then that is actually saying yes to the universe to support you and to intervene in some ways to override your personal will. I did this a couple months ago and I had this experience when I was in the middle of the night. I woke up at three or four in the morning and I, and I was feeling this like resistance. So I'm like, okay, spirit, universe, God, I ask you, I ask you to override my personal will and replace it with the higher will for my life. And my body started to shake and I started to feel some energy moving in ways that it didn't before. And I had this whole body experience of energy shifting and I felt lighter. I woke up in the morning and I actually felt like I could embody my heart. Yes, better than the day before. 
So it's amazing how sometimes it, it takes a little bit of time and slowly starts to kind of work up that dense energy, bring it up to the surface. The more you say yes, the more you're bringing whatever no energy is in your body to the surface for healing. And it can show up in different ways and you can clear it in different ways. Sometimes that's in the middle of the night. Sometimes that's through journaling. Sometimes that it may be in a yoga class or in a meditation. That could be an intuitive healing session or some kind of therapy session. There's a lot of different ways we can clear energy from our body. Sometimes that can even be sneezing and coughing. Sometimes it comes out in the body in, in different ways. When you wake up in the morning, my invitation for you is just to say yes. Just say yes and see what happens. Say no to the things you're meant to say no to and then turn and say, what am I really saying yes to? I'm saying yes to somebody else taking that position. I'm saying yes to honoring the time I have for my for myself. I'm saying yes to my family. Whatever it is, honor the yes and feel the yes. So you may get up in the morning, you may put your feet on the floor and just say, I say yes to life today. Show me the way. What you're offering over is your day, your life, your day, and saying, Spirit, show me, guide me, lead me, letting your heart take the lead. And in that, you're choosing to live life by divine. You're surrendering your agenda, you're surrendering your personal will, and you're offering the yes energy to align with what you're meant to really accomplish and do that day. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to invite you to say yes. When you say yes, breathe in the energy of yes. Imagine what that would feel like. Feel the expansion. Imagine this lightness. Imagine your heart kind of expanding. Imagine your wings flapping and and opening up through your back. Imagine your heart smiling. You might even do this in front of a mirror. For some, that will be uncomfortable and I'll feel like a no, so I don't want to stretch you too much. The invitation is to say yes. Find a way that you can say yes and embody the heart yes tomorrow in a way that feels authentic and aligned with you and where you're at. Now, recognizing some days will be harder than others, that's okay. My, it's always an invitation. It's always an invitation to say yes. If you say no, that's okay. If you wake up one day and you're feeling really dense and heavy and resistant, then just say yes to the resistance. Say yes to the density. Say yes to the mood. I had an interesting mood. I woke up one day this weekend and I was just really grumpy. And I said to everybody, I'm like, hey, it's a grumpy day. And they're like, okay, you're grumpy. So it's, it's a beautiful, when I actually tell everybody I'm grumpy today, just I need some space to be grumpy. It gives me permission just to be that way and to allow the emotions and the energy of grumpiness to come up. And it shifts eventually. I happened to watch uh, The Greatest Showman this weekend, the movie. And that just it totally shifted me because I love the songs and the, and the music. I was singing along. It felt really good. So by the time I was done that movie, it, it, it shifted everything for me. But honoring the mood, honoring where you're at, say yes to the resistance. Don't say no to the resistance. You're just adding more resistance. You're just adding more density. Say yes to it. I said yes to being grumpy. And I told everybody, so I had permission for myself to be grumpy. And it shifted everything for me. Just in that, it softened. And it just it allowed me to be that way for the time I needed to. 
and stuff was washing off and stuff was clearing. And I was working with my community a lot around clearing some, some energy around gratitude and love. So I could feel collective energy rising up. I could feel my own energy rising up. It was bringing, it was working for all of us. But sometimes it's the work I do is more intense, especially when I hold space for my community every day in the healing circle I offer. Tomorrow morning, you're going to get up and you're going to say yes to life. That's the invitation. So even right now, will you do that? Are you willing to try that? Are you willing to do that? Just say yes. See what happens. Embodying the energy of yes is a gift. Because what you're doing is you're raising your vibration because the energy, the vibration of yes is much higher than the energy and vibration of no. And when you are embodying your heart yes, there's more space for joy to naturally arise. There's more space for happiness to naturally arise. So we're not chasing joy. We're not chasing happiness. We're saying yes to life and it just naturally arises. It just naturally comes in. Some of the things that you're going to be asked to say yes to are going to bring you great joy and excitement. And some things are going to be still a little bit fear-based and feel dense. And that's okay. Say yes anyways. Because what you're in service to when you say yes, you're in service to yourself, your highest good, and everyone else at the same time. So life by divine is about honoring the yes, following your heart, trusting and letting it lead you and guide you in every moment. And in that, we are actually being of highest service to everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. And that's the greatest gift you can give yourself and everyone else around you. The challenge right now with everything that's going on in the world and everything that's getting uncovered and brought to the surface, don't sit and focus on the no, what's happening. Focus on the yes, there's a shift that's happening. I talked about the collective wounds healing you can go back to the previous episodes to help you support you in, in kind of processing that and looking at that differently. The perspective we hold right now is essential to be in support of the shift that's happening on our planet. It's good news. It's challenging. It feels hard. It's, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of intensity. And that's the good news. All of that's getting uncovered. All of that's coming up to the surface. And all of that's coming up for healing. And the more you say yes to play your part, because your part is essential in the healing of the whole, the more you say yes and consciously make a choice to say yes, the greater the impact your yes is going to have on everyone. So please, just say yes. Just say yes and see what happens. I'm so grateful to be spending this time with you and sharing these messages that come through me. There's a lot of visions and a lot of perspectives that are coming through, especially with everything that's going on on our planet. And it is an honor and a privilege to be a voice of hope and inspiration to to give you a perspective that can serve you in a way that can empower you and inspire you to play the role that you're meant to play in this world. You have an essential role. And it doesn't matter how small or big your role looks. It's an essential role in the healing of the whole. And I invite you to say yes. Say yes to it. If you're interested in some more support around that, you can visit our Heart Led Living community. 
at heartledliving.com. It's heartledliving.com. And we are there to support everyone in embodying their heart yes and really living the life that they're meant to live right now, contributing to humanity in the most powerful way, in the way that has the greatest impact. I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for listening. Until then, namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.